Hey y'all, this is Ray Bands. Um, I just wanted to talk to y'all today about some things that's going on in my life currently. Um, you know, some of it having to do with how I was raised and just it being 2020 now and just seeing things totally fucking different. I was born November 30th, 1988 to Ravonna Parker. I was born in Moorfield. She literally went into labor, Moorfield, Stockton, California. Um, I have 80s baby tattooed on my arm. And every time people see it, they're like, oh, what year in the 80s were you born? I'm like, oh, I was born in 88. They was like, oh, you're an 80s baby, but you was born in like the end of the 80s. Like, you're not really a real 80s baby. Like, bitch, it doesn't matter if I was born in 89, bitch. Like, I still have my great uncles and my great aunties and shit from the 60s and 70s to fucking raise me and teach me how life is supposed to be, how life was back then, and, you know, what to do and not to do who to fuck with, who not to fuck with, what to look out for. You know what I mean? Always keep your head on swivel. Always be on your P's and Q's. That's what I was taught by my great uncles, okay? They're identical twins, and they was born in the 60s, raised in the 70s. So, you know, um, I was born um, in the 80s. I was raised on 90s music, you know, R&B I was raised in the household. My mom was still playing old school, you know, oldies, love making music, you know, that real music, that real shit. You know, I was raised in an era where we didn't have computers yet. You know, we was outside playing, climbing trees and shit. Um, you know, my mom's excuse for everything, her answer was, you know, get out of grown folks' business, go outside and play, go outside and play, stay out of grown folks' business, get out of here, you know, so I was raised in the streets, you know, Stockton showed me a lot, I've seen a lot of fights, motherfuckers getting stabbed, motherfuckers getting shot at, shot, killed, you know what I'm saying, like, that's just what I've seen growing up, I was also raised as a young black African girl, you know, I was told by a lot of different OGs, a lot of different older women, older ladies within, you know, they had older, you know, they husbands and shit. I was raised, I was taught that I was special, that I was intelligent. As a young black girl, I was raised to know that my life was valuable and that I was smart and that my life meant something. But then as I was growing up in this white world, in this white ass country, you know, I've seen things a little bit differently than I was raised. I mean, I know what they was talking about. I agree with what they said and what they was talking about. But everything moved so fast, you know. There was, you know, these millennials that were born after me, you know, 90s, you know, there was the 90s babies, which they're like borderline 
they're like borderline smart, you know, as far as like how to be a decent person. And then once these uh, 1999, 1998, 1999, year 2000, year 2000s babies was born. Mm, it was all over with. Um. Niggas, and when I say niggas, I mean young black males. They don't know how to make love to a woman anymore. They don't know what love is. They don't, you know, they was raised on, you know, to murder each other, kill each other, disrespect each other. You know, and 19 Key said some real, like, key things the other day, and he's just like, man... Niggas want to say they not racist and shit. He was like, but when I hear y'all on the wax, y'all talking about fuck these niggas. I don't fuck with these niggas. I'm going to kill these niggas when I see him. He's like, that's very racist. Like, that's the most racist shit you could ever say, which he's right. You know what I mean? Um, I think these young black males are confused. I don't know how they was raised. Oh, excuse me, yawning and shit. Um, I don't know how they was raised, but my mama raised me. She'll launch any fucking thing in her fucking reach. She will launch anything at me. Motherfucking beat my ass with extension cord. She'll pick up a fucking, if she, she'll launch an iron at me. If that's the thing closest to her. And she'll always tag my ass with it too. I don't give a fuck if I run around the corner. That shoe gonna whip right around the fucking corner, hit my ass and re- retract right back into her fucking hand that shit crazy we got our ass beat as children belt big thick leather belt with the big ass buckle on it we might get hit with the buckle side just depend on which way my daddy grabbed the fucking belt you know we couldn't talk back we couldn't do none of this my daughter my baby talk back to me she don't care about she know I'm not going to do nothing. I don't put hands on my baby. You know what I'm saying? Um, we was just raised different. And these millennial ass kids are spoiled as fuck. For example, right now, I'm infatuated with a young nigga. Like, okay, there was a lot of shit told to me as um I was younger. Like, oh, you know, you're only uh, 19, 20. When you get into your 30s and your 40s and shit, your your sex drive going to get higher. You're going to want sex a lot, lot more. And you know what I mean? Like, hell no. Nah. Like, back then, I was like, hell no. Nah. Like, I don't even hardly, I don't give a fuck about sex. Like, I don't hardly even, hardly even know what the fuck sex is. Fuck sex, you know? And then I was having sex, and then it was like, what the fuck is this? Like, who gives a fuck? Still, I was like, who gives a fuck? Now that I'm 30, 32... About to be 33, I'm like, oh, shit, I need some dick right now. <laughs> I need some dick for sure. Um, And when I was younger, I had my baby at 25. But even then, my baby daddy was way older than me. Even at 25, I would not date a nigga my age or a little bit younger, 25 or lo- lower than 25. Never. My niggas always had to be way older than me. I told you on my first segment that I was fucking with Dre was 34 and I was 19 so that should tell you right there I don't fuck with young niggas now now that I'm 32 about to be 33 about to be heading into my 40s and shit woo my cougar ass 
<laughs> I love me a young nigga. My God. Like, Jesus Christ, help me, Lord. Like, young niggas are just, mm, mm. Like, I'm watching how they are. I'm watching how they grow up. And my nigga, he's, um, my nigga, he's smart as fuck. My nigga's 10 years younger than me. <laughs> he's, he's just turned 22 and I'm 32, but he hella like, he's way ahead of his years. He was raised by OGs. He was raised by the crest. He was raised by these romp niggas and you know what I mean? So, Sav is his cousin. All these niggas is, all these uh, crest creepers and shit is his cousins. So, you know, um... Long story short, my nigga was raised way ahead of his time. He's very honest. This is why I fuck with this young nigga. He's very honest. Shout out Zara, that nigga Zerko. Zerko's daddy. He's everything for sure. Um he uh Zerko, he's ahead of his time. He's honest. I ain't never fuck with no honest nigga. Like Dre was honest. But when he got quiet, I knew he was hiding something. Hiding something, not lying to somebody, but hiding something is the same thing as lying to me. Like, nigga, you lying to me. You're hiding something that you know I should know. You're lying to me. Um. So, Dre, when he got quiet and he didn't really want to talk much and shit, he got a bitch on the side. Or he got something going on he didn't want me to know about. You know, even though he wasn't a liar, like a bold-faced liar like Jay was. Woo, Jay will tell a lie. Everything he said came out of his mouth was a lie. So that's what I was used to. So when I started fucking with Zerko, you know, I was amazed. I was just taken back and drawn back by the simple fact that this nigga um, would never lie to me. He always kept it real, like, no matter what, like, I know if he started talking to another bitch right now, he gonna be like, okay, I'm talking to this bitch, and so what? And she let me drive her car. She let me do this and this and that, so what? You know, you not doing shit. That's how he loved talking shit to me. I hate him. Like, I love him, but I hate him. Because right now, you know, he lives young. So last time he came to my house, first time he came to my house, let's start there. First time he came to my house, he got a key to my shit. Which, mind you, I don't give a key to no fucking, nobody had a key to my shit. Not even my own mama, my sisters, nobody had a key. He was the only person in the world that got a key to my house. Even though he lived five hours away in fucking Vallejo, he still could just show up and pop up and pull up and slide whenever he wanted to. And, um, you know, he lives here. This is me and his house. So, he, um... Lord knows where the fuck my key, where my keys are. Every time I got into it with him after that, I was like, could you send my key back to my house in the mail? Send my key back home. Cause you're tripping. And he's like, no, nah, none of that. None of that. Da, da, da. <laughs> like you ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. Like I'm fucking with you a long way. He always tell me, you know, ain't no switching up. That's his thing. So he like, bruh, I do not know about these bitches. I look at his old page and his new page. There's hella bitches. When I say hella bitches, I mean a whole laundry list full of bitches. All these bitches bad, too. I done looked at their little pages. I'm like, damn, these bitches is, feel me? 
bright skin bitches, thick bitches, chocolate bitches, all type of mixed bitches. I'm like, God damn. They like TBH. They love that shit. To be honest, to be honest, um, you hella cute. To be honest, I always see you at school. You don't ever say shit. To be honest, you hella fake. He got bitches like mad at him because he will not speak with, he will not talk to these bitches. He don't give these bitches two seconds of the fucking day. And he loved my old cougar ass. I don't know what it is, but he will not let me go. And he talks to me. He fucks with me. He been fucking with me. But he don't fuck with bitches like that. Let me just say that much. Um. And he, um, I just love him to death. He's great. But right now we going through it because last time he came to my house, he did the dash on me, bruh. Like, he claimed his mom had a seizure, and I'm like, you know, your mom is hella young. What's she doing having a seizure? You know, that didn't make no sense to me. And I was like, man, you're going to have to uh, call me. Call me when you get back to the V, bro. I want to talk to your mama and let her know that we was worried and concerned about her. You know, because you just did the fucking dash on me and just didn't say, fuck my life. Fuck what I had to say, you know. And so I would like to speak to your mom. I want to know. I want her to tell me, you know, how it was being in the hospital, how she feel to be out. He claimed he called me and shit. He didn't call me, you know, like he sent me a picture like I'm at the hospital. And I guess he expected me to just call him and be like, oh, yeah, what's up with your mom? Let me talk to her. Like, no, you knew what the fuck you did. You make it right. You make it better, you know. And uh, I don't know what he been on, you know, just. Just to sum it all up, I don't know what that nigga been on. Then he went to Vegas for his birthday, which when he when he was out here, that's what he was doing. Uh, when he went shopping, whatever. He went shopping, and then um, he took the truck and he just left. And I'm like, why would you do that? And I called him, and I called him on the phone right when he left, and I was like, why would you do this? Why would you just take the phone? I mean, why would you just take the car, take all your clothes out the closet that you just bought from the mall, take all the, like, it was the 4th of July, he took all the firecrackers I bought for him and his goddaughter. He took everything out the house while I was sleeping and just left. I feel like he said he was in a rush and his mom was in a hospital and he would expect me to do the same exact thing if my mom was in the hospital. But that wasn't the fucking point. You know, you did it sneakily, bro. You knew I was asleep. Any other time, he would wake me up for anything else. I don't see where he thought it was cool to not wake me up and just let me know. What you think I was finna fight you trying to leave? What did you think that I was finna try to, like, not have you leave? Like, I don't give a fuck about that, bro. Like. You need to let me know what the fuck going on while you sneaking around me in my fucking house. That's weird to me. But you want some money all the time, though. Like today, he wants some money. He went to L.A. For his birthday, he went to L.A. Big-ass Airbnb. Big-ass fucking mansion with hella rooms. Motherfucking, uh... Hella rooms. Fucking, um... Theater and fucking all type of shit. Now he's in Vegas and 
now he's in Vegas. Sorry, y'all. I'm a little distracted by a few things. But anyways, now he's in Vegas with his brothers and he went out there to get a pop. You feel me? I done did hella shit for this nigga. I done bought this nigga Glocks. Hella shit. To get this nigga like seven bands. I checked my cash app the other day. I done sent this nigga seven bands. 7,500 to be exact, nigga. I done sent this nigga 7,500 in cash app transactions alone. You know what I'm saying? This ain't including the band I just gave him to go shopping for his birthday and shit. Like, now he just doing hell extra shit. Like, how you gonna do the dash on me, nigga? I don't care if your mama was in... I don't care if your mama just died, nigga. You wake me up and say, my mom, I gotta go. You feel me? Like, that's what make me don't believe him, bro. So, has he started lying to me? Has he started lying? Who fucking knows? I don't know what that fucking shit was about. So, that was in July. Here it is now, August. And I still ain't sending him no motherfucking money. I used to send that nigga money every day, every other day. I used to send him money. And now it's just like, I can't find it within myself to send him no money. Like, I just can't do it. Like, he done broke all trust when he just took off. And I watched this nigga. I watched this nigga get in a truck and just leave. I gave him the yee call like, yee. He act like he didn't hear me. You feel me? Just took off like he was just so in a fucking hurry to go see his mom or whatever. So I'm like, okay, he probably went to go see a bitch. You feel me? Or whatever. He's talking to his cousins about, he's talking to his girl cousin about, you know, the fireworks, whatever, whatever the fuck they was doing for the fourth. This nigga was supposed to stay till the 11th. This nigga's supposed to stay till that Monday. It was only like Saturday or something. Like, nigga, you couldn't wait two more days. Like, I understand if your mama had a, a seizure. Like, so anyway, that's that was a big deal to me. That's like a big drastic thing that it don't even sound right. Like, your mama had a seizure conveniently, like right now. Didn't make no sense to me. So I say all this to say, millennials, niggas, you got to watch out for young black males. Nothing's the same anymore. No one's being loyal. No one's being honest. No one's being like, you know, building a foundation to where y'all could grow on. It ain't going to work. You know, it just ain't going to work. Um, I have surgery in 26 days. I don't know who to trust. You know, I got surgery coming up. It's like. This is not, I'm not used to everything going on right now. They bringing up this coronavirus shit, which is nothing to be afraid of. I mean, I understand motherfuckers is dying in the South. A lot of people died from this virus, but I ain't died. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people died. Um... I'm just sitting back waiting for something to happen and nothing's happening and I don't feel like anything's going to happen. My really good friend, her name is Ray as well. She, uh, I work close with her. I work with her at my other job. Um, and she just calls me every day and she's like, mind you, she's a very intuitive. 
excuse me, y'all. I've been yawning for so long. But anyway, she's a very intuitive girl. Um, she's great. She's a nice person. She's very giving, very loving, very loyal. But she just calls me every day like, Rihanna, I don't know what I could do anymore with this job. Like this job, there's so many problems that's coming up with this job. I don't know how much longer I could take it. But the only reason she hasn't quit this job is because she hasn't found another one yet. You know, she don't want to quit this job until she finds another one, which is understandable. Um, but I say all this to say... There's so many people around me that it's just like, I'm just so sad. I just don't feel right. This, you know, it's just a vibe in the atmosphere. Everybody's becoming like, not scared, but everybody's becoming like very, um, everyone's becoming very just protective of their feelings and of their emotions and all these emotions are running wild people you know Trump is doing some stupid shit he's letting a lot of stupid shit happen this coronavirus shit done shut down schools all the kids is at home you know he want to send out this little check that ain't really shit ain't helping nobody really do shit they did a study that was uh you know everybody's um everybody's stimulus check they were like most people spent their stimulus check on food and sending that sending their money to other family members to help other family members which is sad that just shows you how much we we really needed it you know we sending it to other family because they need help you know we're not even helping ourselves we helping our families still excuse me we helping our families still so, you know, it is what it is. Um, thank God for prayer. You know, I've just been praying a lot. I haven't even been going to church. I've just been praying because I feel like even church is a distraction right now. We got to wear masks at church. Like, why? You know why I got to wear a mask? Anywhere I got to wear a mask, I don't even want to go. Like, if I didn't have to go to the grocery store, if I could get my groceries delivered, I'd be giving, getting my groceries delivered right now. Like, it's just that serious. And so, um, me and my nigga have not been getting along because, you know, I don't know what he out doing. You know, he hop on live sometime. Sometime he get on live on Instagram. And I could watch him. I could see what he's doing. But, um, you know, his little friends and shit. I don't know who these niggas is. You know what I mean? And I feel like he want me to support what he's doing. But I'm not included. Like, this ain't my thing. This some shit that you decided to do. So, he's in, he's in a rush to get another pop. Because, quote, unquote, the trap got raided and they took his gun, whatever. So the trap got raided. So the Glock that I bought him, um, the Glock that I bought him, but now he needs this other one. And it's like, okay, so you plan on staying out there in the crest because you're not coming home. Like, 
you want this gun so bad because you don't plan on coming home. Just keep it real. Like, you know, um, and I don't have time to be keep begging you to come home. And I keep telling him, give me a son, give me a son. And this is a topic that I've never told nobody. So y'all the first ones to hear it. But he know goddamn good and well that Jay had hella babies on me. No one I wanted a son. He only had two boys when I first met him. Now he got four boys, a girl. I think he got like five boys and a girl now. He had hella other sons and and a fucking, yeah. He got like five boys. And a girl. This nigga got six kids. That I never. You know. I didn't sign up for that. So I left him. So that broke my heart. Then. This nigga Zar. And you know. Dre had been had the baby by the square bitch. And married that bitch. I was like nigga you sick. So Dre was sick. Nigga I was that nigga hoe for four years. That's a romp nigga. nigga. That nigga did some weird shit on me. So now I'm left to the wolves, like, I don't know, what the fuck. And then Zerko, I love this nigga so much. I want his baby so bad. I'll have 1,500,000 babies by this nigga. And he knows this, but he's still young, you know, so I can't expect him to just be like, you know, have my baby, give me a son right now. Like, I cannot expect that from him, even though I've been on his ass about it and I've been begging him, like, give me a son, give me a son, give me a son, like... I want this nigga's babies because he's honest, he's hella, he's fucking great, and I love him. But he not ready, and I know he's not ready. And he's talking about having all this money put away before, you know, I got good jobs, I got money put away, I got, I got shit, but he's talking about himself. So now I'm expected, I'm supposed to wait for him. And now, you know, it's like... I'm getting my body done in how many days? I'm getting my body done in 25 days. So after I get my body done, ain't having no baby. Ain't no more having babies. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not about to fuck my body back up again. So that's why I was rushing. I was only rushing because I knew I was about to get surgery. You know? So I was rushing to try to have this nigga give me a baby. So I could either cancel my surgery and have this baby first, you know, put my surgery on hold. But now, shit, I ain't pregnant now, so now it's just over with. So now I only expect to have my little precious baby justice. You know, she's my life anyway. So, but that's a deep, you know, depressing fucking subject. I don't like to talk about having kids because that's what I wanted to happen for me. I wanted it badly. I wanted, you know, my baby Mexican. Justice is Mexican. So I wanted me an all-black African baby. Hella bad. I wanted to see what my baby would look like, how my baby would act, you know. But now that's over with. So, you know, I'm going to make this segment real short because I got to go to work. But I just wanted to tell y'all, you know, this whole millennial, all these millennials and shit. You know, nothing's really working out between Trump being in office and everybody being disloyal and, you know, shit like that. We got to get it together. We got to come back together as a people. We got to start, you know, couples got to start being couples and not just, uh, 
and not just um just fucking and having kids, you know. The, y'all got to love each other. Like this shit serious, this shit not no game. And um I don't see that no more. I see motherfuckers just fucking just cuz it's cute, getting together as couples cuz they think they're cute together. And then they fucking and having a baby and then they may or may not work out. And that shit not cool no more. I made a home for me and my nigga. You feel me? I made a home for Zar to come home. Now he talk about like this ain't enough. Mind you, my condo is nice as fuck. My two bedroom, two bathroom condo and it's just me. So what do I need three bedrooms for? What do I need a big ass house for, first of all? You know what I mean? If I had a baby right now, the baby would have his nursery because I live here alone. So I have two bedrooms, one for my, my new baby. But he don't give a fuck. He's picky. He's, you know, has all this fucking, I don't know, all these high expectations. And I asked him too, like, what bitch in the crest do you know? He talking about he want 10 bands before he gave me a son. First of all, bitch, what bitch in the, from the crest do you know just had 10 bands laying around that just gave her nigga 10 bands before she got pregnant? Mind you, he got a god baby. So did your god baby's mom give her nigga 10 bands and buy a house? Do she got a house? She probably still live with her mama. And I'm not even trying to talk about nobody's family members. I'm just saying, bruh. Your aunt, your cousin probably still live with her mama with the baby. And it did not give her nigga no 10 bands. Bye. You feel me? Like, what example are you basing me off of? Like, what what bitch in the crest you know gave his her nigga 20, 10, 20 bands? And and got a house and shit right now. I'm gonna get a house, refucking regardless. And I'm gonna own that bitch. And I'm gonna own the land that it's sitting on. And it's gonna be in Justice's name when I die. You feel me? But my thing is, who, who you know in the crest did that? And you know, people's expectations are just so high. Just start from the base, start from the bottom, build upward, and get it together. It's not hard. You know, be be a good person. Get have morals, good morals and good standards, and set your standards high, and don't let nobody um break you down or or settle for less. You know, so Azar, that's why I keep cutting him off. I ain't sent him no money in hell long, and he he don't understand why. Cause I used to send him money every day, every every two days. He getting uh five hundred a day, or you know what I mean? Like 700 for his pot, 500 for just for the week. Like, no, I'm not giving you money no more. He don't understand why, because I'm tired of settling. You ain't gave me shit. You ain't even fucked me raw not once. I don't know if you're really serious about giving me a son, nigga. And you say you love me. This nigga swear he love me. I'm like, nigga, you might got love for me, but you ain't in love with me. That's for surely not the case. Because... There would be no hesitation about giving me a son, nigga. You be ready to. And he don't love me like that. You know, let's just be real. Let's just keep it all the way a thousand. So, anyways, I love y'all. Stay blessed. I wish everybody much peace, much happiness. Um, good health. Um... I wish everybody just a great life, you know, just happiness 
um, lots of money for everybody. I want everybody to get money <laughs> and just stay healthy and happy. Um, I love you guys so much. Um, I will talk to you guys in the next segment. Comment. Let me know how you feel about what I said tonight. And I'll talk to y'all again later. Bye.